This podcast was recorded live at Life Church Lancashire. For more information on who we are and what we do, visit lifelanks.org. Amazing. Well, we're asking the question this morning, what is the greatest gift? And uh, this year I turned 40. And uh, I got a birthday gift from my parents-in-law. Anyone want to guess what they got me? New brogues? No. No, it's something you can wear. A new jumper! Thank you. Yeah, what do you reckon? Thumbs up from the kids if you like my jumper and anyone that wants to join in. Anyone not so sure? You like it? I've got the, I've got the angel seal of approval. Wonderful. Well, this, this maybe isn't the greatest gift, but I love it. I love it. Very Christmassy. And can you see it flashing as well? You saw it. Wonderful, wonderful. What, what about you? What is the greatest gift you've ever received? Don't shout out, but maybe have a think to yourself. What is the greatest gift? Maybe it was a birthday present. Maybe it was a Christmas present. Maybe it's something you're excited about for this year. Something under the tree for this year. I know as a, as a child, the thing I'd always look forward to as the greatest gift, the thing that I was most excited about, was probably something football related as a child. And for the maybe under 30s in the room, I'm going to show you a picture. This is something I would get every Christmas and absolutely love it. It's called Sabutio. Anyone know what Sabutio is? Okay, let me tell you about Sabutio for the people maybe under 30 uh, in the room. Think computer football games, but in real life, and not with consoles, but you flicked the people. Like, what a cool concept that is. You flick these little football characters, flick them towards the ball, and it was, am- it was actually amazing. I think now, when you compare it to the games that children have now and all the consoles and everything, it might not look amazing, but this is what I look forward to every Christmas. The teams, the stadium. Did anyone else have, like, the stadium and everything, all the fans? And Trish had it. Your brother had it. And everything, I had the whole set. Also, Lego. Lego was always a great... Christmas gift, a great Christmas day activity, unpacking that Lego set, building something incredible. Anyone else in the room love Lego on Christmas day? Oh, amazing. Almost everyone. Let's see a show of hands for Subutio and then Lego. Okay, I think the Lego, I think the Lego has it. What is the greatest gift? You know, what's the greatest gift you've ever received? What is the gift that you're most looking forward to? What is the greatest gift? Well, I love the story of Scrooge. I love the Christmas carol story. You might know it as the Muppets Christmas Carol. I absolutely love the Muppets Christmas Carol. You might know it as Charles Dickens' classic, A Christmas Carol. You might know the story of Ebenezer Scrooge. This young guy that loved Christmas, but sadness and tragedy took over his life and he became a mean uh, old man who lost something of the Christmas spirit. But then in the story or in the film, if you've seen the film, you see that he has this kind of epiphany moment. He has this moment where he realises that not all is lost and he can regain the Christmas spirit. And he discovers in this story that Christmas can be about love, that Christmas can be about joy, that Christmas can be about generosity and giving to others rather than just building up and being selfish and being mean. I say Christmas can be about others. Christmas can be the greatest gift. And that's what Scrooge realises in this story. Well, in a moment... 
in a moment, um, our Awesome Life kids are going to come back on the stage and sing a song. But before they do, I'd love to share what I think is the greatest gift of all time. And it's found in John chapter 3, verse 16. This might be a verse that's familiar to lots of people in this room, but I absolutely love this scripture. John 3, verse 16, it says this, For God so loved the world that he gave, gave the greatest gift. God gave the greatest gift, that he gave his one and only son, that anyone who believes in him, anyone, do you know who that includes? Everyone. Anyone who believes in him will not perish, but will have life and life everlasting. So for these next few minutes, I want to talk about four ideas from this verse. For God so loved the world. Here's the first idea. The first part from this scripture. For God so loved the world. The first idea is this, that the Christmas story is a story wrapped in love. God's greatest gift is Jesus. Now, Jesus changed my life, and I know Jesus has changed many people's lives in this room and many people on the live stream who are part of our service today. Jesus has changed our lives. And Christmas, the Christmas message, the Christmas story, is a gift wrapped in love. And it was so precious this morning uh, to, to meet uh, a new little one, a new baby uh, in the room. And it's so precious to see all these incredible children in the room. And once upon a time, they were all babies, weren't they? And they were tiny and someone swaddled them. Someone held them closely. And I love this idea that in the Christmas story, God becomes a baby. God becomes small. And somebody wraps God in, his, in their arms. Mary and Joseph and, and the family, they wrapped him in their arms. And I'm sure already you've been wrapping presents and putting them under the tree. I know we did that in our house yesterday. We began to wrap some presents and we've got these presents beautifully wrapped under our tree here. Well, Christmas, the Christmas message, John 3.16 is this, is that, the Christmas, that, that God was wrapped in love for each one of us. For God so loved the world. For God so loved the world. That anyone... I love this. This is my second idea, that the Christmas message is gift wrapped in love for each one of us. And it is for everyone. For God so loved the world that anyone who believes in him. Who is the Christmas message for? Who is this invitation for? Who is this love for? It's for everyone. Who does that include? Who does that exclude? It includes everybody and it excludes nobody. The Christmas message is everyone. Everyone is invited to the table. I don't know who you'll be sharing Christmas with this year, but as a Life Church family, we're together these next few weeks to share the Christmas story together. And everyone is invited to the table. Everyone is invited to be a part of this. I love, again, in the Scrooge story, you know, he has, uh, he's kind of set up mean and grumpy and miserly. And then he has this moment where he remembers the, the, the magic of Christmas, the mystery of Christmas, the beauty of Christmas. And then the story and, and the film ends with this meal around the table and everyone's celebrated, including Scrooge. He's remembered the power of Christmas. Everyone invited to the table. The picture we're going to paint in a moment on the stage is this beautiful nativity picture where everybody, the lowest and the highest, the wise men and the shepherds, everybody invited to the table. For God so loved the world that anyone, 
anyone, that means everyone is invited to the table. My third idea is this. I want to encourage us this, this Christmas to become a believer, to become a believer. Again, I love in the Scrooge story, I love in the Scrooge story that he went from bar humbug to believer. He went from bar humbug to believer in the Christmas story. Become a believer this Christmas. For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son that anyone who believes, I want to encourage us this Christmas to become a believer. Maybe there's a bit of bar humbug in the room. Any bar humbug in the room? Any grumpiness in the room? <laughs> any, any worries and fears and doubts at the moment? Maybe, maybe there's a bit of that. But this year, could we, could we embrace Christmas? Could we embrace God's greatest gift and become believers like Scrooge, move from bar humbug to being a believer? And the last idea from this passage, from John 3.16, for God so loved the world that He gave. Christmas is all about this greatest gift. He gave His one and only Son that anyone who believes in Him will not perish, but will have life now and life forever. A life that never ends. A life that is everlasting. Life now and forever. A life that is now and forever. And we can step into that this Christmas. You know, in a moment, these awesome life kids are going to lead us in a song. That's going to be beautiful. That's going to be amazing. But for everyone in the room and everyone on the live stream, I want to encourage us that this Christmas, we can receive God's greatest gift, which is His love. We can receive the love of God. And this is open to everyone. Everyone in the room has already excluded themselves. You know, everyone in the room has said, oh, this isn't for me. Well, everyone, everyone is invited to the table. I want to encourage you to become a believer this Christmas. And I want to encourage you that you can receive life now and forevermore. And why is this? Why can we receive life now and forevermore? Well, it's because of the Christmas story. It's because of what happened at Christmas. It's that God became one of us. God stepped down. You know, in Matthew's Gospel, Matthew 1, 23, uh, the angel's talking to Mary and saying, you'll have a child and you will call him Emmanuel because Emmanuel means God is with us. You know, maybe in your life, maybe in your experience, maybe in these last couple of years, God has felt distant. Maybe God has felt far away. Well, the Christmas story, the Christmas message is this, that we can receive life now and forever. We can receive the love of God. We can move from bar humbug to believer. (laughs) We can receive God's greatest gift. Why? Because God became one of us. God came close. Emmanuel, God is with us. God stepped down and God steps down today. God wants to step down and step into your life. God did this 2,000 years ago in Jesus. You know, the Christmas story remembers that, but God can step into your life today. God can step into your situation today. God can intervene. You know, we prayed earlier. That was beautiful, wasn't it? When our life kids led us in prayer. But we believe in that. We believe that God steps in that God steps down, that God intervenes, that God gets involved in our life, in our messiness, in our situations, in our chaos, in our questions, that God steps down. 
that God, Emmanuel, He is with us. If you found this podcast inspiring and helpful, then we'd love for you to get in touch via at lifelanks on social media or our website, lifelanks.org. Life Church, impacting our neighbours, our nation and the nations with the good news about Jesus.